Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome back to the Shana Kennedy podcast. I hope you're all having an amazing day. In this current moment, I should be doing probably anything but this, to be honest. My to-do list is a million miles long, but we know me, we know my brain, we know what I'm like with the potty, and when the inspiration hits, the inspiration hits. I have just emerged from a shower, and as showers go, the ideas start flowing. So I was just thinking to myself, right, it was like a thought of a thought of a thought of a thought. That's obviously how we get down any tangent. But I was thinking to myself, like, you don't really know someone until a bit further down the track. And I was thinking about my dating history and my dating experience and how I've been given multiple opportunities to learn that, right? Like when I think back to, you know, some of the more toxic relationships I've had in the past, a lot of those guys seem amazing at the start. They're so cute. They're into you. It's probably half love bomby, but half the time you don't notice. And then about four weeks later, they're a cunt, right? And I was thinking back to this guy that I dated where... There were red flags, and I actually have recorded a podcast on this before, but it hasn't been posted, but there were red flags in the beginning, but they weren't like red flags that he was an asshole or anything like that, just like red flags that he wasn't going to be boyfriend material, right? And then we ended up seeing each other for about six months, and I just thought he was the most beautiful thing, right? And even to this day, like, it went a bit pear-shaped in the end, but even to this day, I still think he probably was a really good person, and I just still think that there's something I didn't quite know, but I won't get into, like, the details. I probably will post that podcast at some stage, but the point is, six months down the track, I truly thought that I fucking knew him. You know, maybe not the fucking ins and outs. And it was a bit of a weird relationship. Like, we were never actually boyfriend-girlfriend. Like, we were close, but at the same time, it still felt like there was lots that I didn't know when I was kind of half okay with that just because of the nature of the relationship. But six months later, I did think I had a relatively good grasp on who he was, and I didn't think that there was going to be this big twist or turn. I didn't think that all of a sudden it was just going to go pear-shaped. So when it did... I was so shocked. I was like, fuck, this guy's been so nice for so long. Like, I truly felt like I knew him. And I feel like since that experience, I have been given multiple more opportunities to almost strengthen the skill, you would call it. Because I feel like it's really easy to meet someone, to get wrapped up in them, to think you know them. And it's like almost taught me to take my time a little bit and you know not to take things slow because look it depends what kind of person you are if you're the kind of person that wants to protect your heart then I would almost suggest trying to take things a little slower but at the same time I'm very live for the moment and I kind of believe that if you want to get caught up in something as long as you're not being like literally stupid and not taking care of yourself but I'm the kind of person where sometimes I'm dating someone And I think to myself, yeah, they're probably not the one. And it's like you have two types of people. You have two people, sorry, you have one type of person that probably wants to protect their heart so they would maybe end it and be like, okay, I'm not going to continue this. Like if it's just going to end anyway and they're not the one, then blah, blah, blah. Whereas I'm the kind of person that's like, fuck it, live for the moment, like I'm having fun. And if I get my heart broken or if I have to suffer some pain further down the track, then so be it, you know. I really, truly believe that as humans we can handle more pain than we think we can. 
right? Like we have this big fear of pain where it's like, I don't want to get hurt and I don't want my heart broken and I don't want it to end and I don't want this and I don't want to get cheated on and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, if we can avoid those things, great. But what I believe is that we have the emotional capacity to handle it more than we think we can, right? And everyone's emotional resilience and capacity is different. Mine is quite high, but it's also, it's a fucking skill right? And it's something that I have strengthened so much over the years. Like breakups used to knock me a lot more than they do these days. And it's also hard to say, like, you know, the last few guys I've been seeing when it ended, I probably wasn't in love with them. So I wasn't as invested and this and that, but it's also just like the understanding I have of the human psyche and why people do things the way that they do and just my perspectives on things. I feel like things don't rock me the same because I don't see them the same. You know, when it's like I've been through fucking heartbreak, I've been through pain, I've been cheated on multiple times, like it fucking bothers me obviously, but at the same time it's like when it's not your first rodeo, you get better at it, you know? But coming back into the evidence that it takes time to get to know people, another way I feel like this shows up is not so much whether someone's nice or whether someone's a prick, but it's like I was seeing this guy once briefly, maybe for like six weeks, and I met him while I was traveling, and then we ended up traveling together, and da-da-da. All of the details of this is in that other podcast as well. I should probably just fucking edit the thing and upload it. Like, there's so much juice in there. But... We were like fucking obsessed with each other. And now that I've had more experience in dating when you're traveling, I've come to notice that it always feels fucking amazing because you're traveling, right? Like you're not, you don't have the stresses of, you know, distance or not seeing each other every day or fucking work or things getting in the way. It's like, you're literally just living your best life. You're the most carefree version of yourself. You're drinking all the time. You're partying, you're having fun. Like it's very easy for it to feel like it's fucking amazing, right? But this connection, it did feel really fucking genuine. Like, even my mum witnessed it and she was like, wow, like, there's such an ease between you guys. Like, she saw it too. And still to this day, I do believe that we had a really amazing click, right? But we were, like, fucking obsessed with each other and, like, we lived at opposite ends of the world. And by the end of the trip, we're parting ways and he's saying, you know, like, I want to fucking move to Australia, this and that, blah, 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 right? And we part ways and lots of different things happened. His feelings faded, my feelings faded. But the point was... He ended up being a really fucking bad communicator. And now to this day, we're not friends anymore because of the way that he handled, handled, handled us ending, right? And through getting to know him, I thought that he would be a better communicator than he was. I thought that he would be more transparent about how he was feeling. I... Again, it's not his fault as such. I think when we're traveling, we can all get caught up in thinking that we like people more than we do because, again, you're fucking traveling. But it just goes to show it's it's not necessarily that it was malicious on his end, but it's like you actually don't know someone. Do you know what I mean? Like we're in the first six weeks. It's fucking honeymoon phase. We're not even in real life. Do you know what I mean? We're fucking traveling like you just don't know people. And then it's like even recently I was seeing someone else and... To be fair, I didn't think this guy was like the most amazing communicator in the world, but, you know, through a a few different experiences we'd had, he seemed to be very willing to communicate. Like if I, you know, needed to talk about something, he'd be like, okay, great, let's talk about this more in person so I can understand your perspective and da-da-da-da-da. And then it's just like by the end I was like, fuck, your emotional capacity is actually fucked. And like I describe it to people like it hit a peak, it was really good, he was really great, and then he just kind of went backwards and it's like... 
I just think his emotion, emotional capacity is really shot. But it's like, you know, I don't have all the answers and all the information. And to be honest, I actually don't care that much. Like I wasn't that invested in that one. But again, it's like you don't know people. And it's like especially after that one a few years back where he went pear-shaped after six months, it's like I've asked myself before, like what is the timeline? Like how long does it take to get to know someone? And I don't think there's an actual answer right like I think some people you could date them for two months and you know obviously you always learn more and more about people like people that have been married for 50 years I bet you they're still learning new things all the time but it's like there might be some people where you fucking know them pretty well after two months and they've been super transparent and like that's just who they are and then there might be some people it takes two months there might be some people it takes six months there might be some people that completely blindside you blindside 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 I actually don't know which one it is. I feel like I should. But anyway, blind SU after fucking 18 months. And at the end of the day, this is a whole other tangent, but that actually is the human psyche, right? Like when someone you've been dating for 18 months does something unexpected and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe they would do that. I never saw it coming. Like that's so out of character for them. It's like on a very surface general level, yes. Like generally people will do what they do and won't do certain things. But at the end of the day, everyone is fucking capable of anything and everyone is everything, right? And this is very shadow work and I can't explain what it is in a short podcast, but it's like, you know, some people like to identify as not being a liar, but it's like, can't everyone's fucking capable of lying. And to be honest, everyone does. Even if it's in smaller, less malicious ways, it's like, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. That's a lie you actually kind of entitled to lie. Like if you don't want to tell someone what's wrong, then you don't have to, but it's still a lie. Everyone can lie. It's the same as manipulation, right? You can be a manipulative cunt that's absolutely fucking with someone's mind or you can manipulate clay. Do you know what I mean? Like this probably doesn't make sense if you don't understand shadow work, but it's like at the end of the day, it's not that you should sit back and be scared and expect that anything could happen at any moment. Like most people will have morals and they'll stick to them and they won't do things that they think are wrong and this and that and the other, but it's like... Yeah, to an extent. I'm not going to say you never really know someone, but it's like, yeah, anything could happen at any moment. And it's like, I don't know what the fucking timeline is. I think experts like to say it's like, you know, around about the two-year mark, like you really fucking know someone. And that's a fucking long time. Do you know what I mean? Like by the two-year mark, people are fucking engaged. They've moved in together. People are fucking pregnant, this and that. Like we're not sitting around waiting two years to fucking move on with our lives and make bold moves. But it is interesting that up until that point, you kind of probably still haven't fucking seen everything yet, you know? And I just wanted to share this perspective because it's just so interesting and I feel like, this is a whole other thing, but like I was talking to my mum the other day about like a pattern that I feel has continued to emerge in the last few guys that I've seen. And it's like the patterns that I used to repeat in the past are very different to the patterns that I'm now seeing come up time and time again now. Um, But it's interesting how there's always kind of something new to transcend and it's like that's the point of a pattern it will continue to emerge until you kind of bust it or you heal the part in you that continues to attract that you know um it's super super interesting and again my advice is not necessarily to sit back and be super cautious as super wary and like oh my god I can't allow myself to fall for him and I can't move on with my life because I don't know him and blah 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 blah. but it is an interesting piece of information to keep in the back of your mind because yeah it does take a while to get to know someone and people are fucking declaring their love within three weeks and again if you are aware of it the awareness is the biggest piece if you're aware of it and you're aware that it could go topsy-turvy and you're willing to hold the pain then fucking go off like go balls deep 
you know i fucking love it like i love getting caught up in something new because i'm so willing to hold the pain and i'm so aware that it could happen like when things go topsy-turvy after like six weeks i'm often not even that shocked like i'm disappointed but it's like i knew it could happen do you know what i mean particularly if a relationship starts and it is real hot and heavy straight away and you're like obsessed with each other and this and that it's like a lot of relationships like that come crashing down just as fast as they shoot up so to speak i don't know the terminology but you know what i mean but that's all I really had to say. I should go and tick off my to-do list now, but I just wanted to get that out while it was fresh in my brain. Hope you're having the best day of your lives and I will speak to you in the next potty.